Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I'm super, super, super excited today for my guest, my dear, dear, dear friend, Gina Ritchie, who is, aside from being my dear friend, so I can brag about her, she is a personal empowerment and mindset coach. She also is an energy healer, an author, an inspirational speaker, and spiritual warrior. Love it. And most importantly, she is a dedicated mother. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Believe It, Achieve It, Gina. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that beautiful acknowledgement. And let me acknowledge you for how much you're doing with this amazing podcast. I love it. I love the name because it just talks, speaks directly to all that you've been able to do. And yeah, thank you for having me. Right. Yeah. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Right. They yeah. coming up with my name and then my sister wanted me to use ignite your life. And it was, you know, it's saturated. It was taken, 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 taken. And I really sat with it. And I was like, if you believe it, it's real. Believe. It's like my word. It's my word of the year. The, uh, someone actually told me that I needed to believe and trust. And I put that on my cork board years ago. And I was just sitting in here thinking of a name. And I was like, believe, believe, believe. And I'm like, that's the tattoo. I want to get a new tattoo. Believe. So believe and achieve it is, is here. <laughs> And it's perfect. And it's, 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 it makes perfect sense for you because you are somebody who's been embodying and embracing it all along the way and making things happen when you believed in yourself. Right, right, right. And it took a while. It took a while to, to get there, to get there. But, you know, so Gina and I met really virtually in a Facebook group from a seminar that we had gone to and we just really, really connected. And I tell you, the first time we, we got on the phone, I don't even know how we even got on the phone, you know, and I feel like we talked for like three hours. So we'll try to spare everybody that three hour chat today and give them the good bullet points on us. But, you know, it's just about paying attention and just listening to where the universe is guiding you and who the universe is guiding you to be with, you know, who are you supposed to have in your life? And I truly believe that you were supposed to be in my life. I'm blessed and honored to have you and my corner in my life as my tribe. Yeah. That was one of my goals this year is to strengthen my tribe. So thank you for being part of my tribe. Well, thank you. Thank you for being part of mine. And that is, you know, tribe. It's been like a super trendy word, right? The past couple of years, but it makes an, guys, your tribe matters. (laughs) Matters. Who you surround yourself with and who Who's in your corner to help to, I love to say, this is one of my favorite things to say, to elevate and celebrate you and each other, right? Because ultimately we truly are here and meant to be in this world, I believe, to, to elevate and celebrate each other. And, you know, we're going through a profound time right now where we're, we're having to really look at that and look at the people around us and who we surround ourselves with. And anyway, that being said, that gets, you know, Uh, (laughs) at our time our time and you know it's the middle of this pandemic as they call it but you know in the middle of covid and where people are connecting more on facetime zoom parties you know and you know your friends don't have to be you know your friends that you've had for the past yes they can be but there's beautiful people out there if you pay attention and connect 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 with others yeah people show up 
well, you know, people show up when you let go of the things that don't and the people that don't serve you in your life. And the right people start to show up that are meant for elevating you and celebrating your life. And you're meant to help each other in this world for the greater good. So that, yeah, that can be so hard for all of us. And that can be be very hard, but, and you and I have both learned through spiritual growth and through both having gone through very traumatic experiences over time, what does and does not serve us, what behaviors do and do not serve us, what people in our lives do and do not serve us so that we can be the best version of ourselves so that we can go out and make that impact. And if we're not being the best version of ourselves and we're not living in gratitude and we're not, you know, we're living on that hamster wheel, you know, that hamster wheel of life. I lived it. I lived it for a long, long time, you know, and I like to tell people like, I literally was running on that wheel. It's Monday, it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Who cares, you know? You know, it was just every day. It was just a day. And then I knew there had to be something more to life than just living in a flat line, right? You know, life happens. We have our ups and we have our downs, but that's how you live, right? That's living. Yeah, yes, that is life. We're gonna have challenges, guys. So when we can learn how to embrace the challenges and embrace the journey and embody the experience that is our life, regardless of bad or good or circumstances, you know, you can live with purpose. You can find the path of freedom and joy and gratitude when you decide to embrace your challenges and use them for the greater good. The things we go through that you can realize that you can grow through them and use the challenges you've gone through to make an impact in others' lives, right? We've both gone and we met. We met because of our challenges. We met because of our post-traumatic stress. We met because of our traumas, I will say, our traumas that we've been through. We met because of Tony Robbins, but ultimately, like, we, <laughs> in a circle, you know, in a, in a Tony Robbins post-event group, thankfully, virtually just started talking to each other. We don't know. You never know. There's thousands upon thousands of tens of thousands of people in there. Right. I think there were 14,000 people, 15,000 people in the event that you and I were at together and didn't connect there. We connected in a Facebook group. Right. After. Yeah. We didn't know each other. We just, in the group somehow, and nothing, I believe nothing is by chance, right? I don't believe in chance. Everything is, I believe that everything happens for a reason and the people show up for a reason in our lives. And at that time, I was letting go of a 24-year marriage that had gone very, you know, very, very bad after the tragic, my trauma, which was the tragic loss of my three and a half year old daughter years before that. And because of what, you know, had gone through, I had to learn in life. I I remember early on after her death, you know, wanting, first of all, wanting to die for so long and be in heaven with her and thinking, how did this happen? How did I fail her? How did I, you know, I failed my family and all those things and being really, you know, for a long time stuck in grief. However, there was some like spiritual calling within me to grow and to, somebody said to me, do you want to be bitter or better? And I was like, well, I want to be, who wants to be bitter, right? Like, even if you think, even if you are feeling bitter and angry, and of course the process of grief, you're going to have those, you're going to have those emotions, the anger, the resentment, the, you know, fear and all those things. I still knew I didn't want to live there. Right. So there was like something calling me out. And I know, you know, this because you've gone through your own trauma and tragedy. And that's again, how we ended up really deeply connecting because of that and I could go on but what you want let's you know I'm going to turn the tables here a little (laughs) you know I know that you haven't shared too much about it but I know it has a profound experience in your life that you had a profound trauma that it is why we came together and you know why we came together Nicole so that we could collectively be a part of a tribe that collectively helps others heal through and grow through what they go through and so when we live in our traumas and we share our stories in a way that disempower us then that's not helping it really doesn't serve us if we live in that victim mindset which both you and I can speak to because we were there 
and they're real. And you're going to feel that if you're in a loss of the kind that we both had. Which I, I lived in it for years. I lived in it for two years of, in fear, anger, and depression. And that was, you know, after losing the love of my life of 15 years, was tragically killed on, unfortunately, randomly shot and killed on a random Tuesday, you know, you're, and my life was forever, forever changed on that day. And I was living in fear, anger, and depression. And I was that victim and I didn't see a way out. I didn't see a way out. And, you know, one day I just said, I can't live like this. And I reached out to a therapist and my life was forever changed. Thank, you know, thank to her and for telling me when I went in there and I don't know, you know, what you were told, but so many people say, you know, you'll get over it or you'll get, you know, it, everything will get better with time. Da, da, da. And she said to me, a really shitty thing has happened to you. And I'm going to teach you to live with that thing that's happened to you. Yes. And so I learned how to live. Yes. And, and I never knew, you know, I never knew how beautiful life was. I, you know, never really had a bad life, you know, but I definitely have had a lot of struggles and a lot of things that have happened. And I didn't even realize any of that stuff. And so I started healing from Mike's death. And that's when I was like, oh gosh, I've got this I've got to deal with and this I've got to deal with. But, mm -hmm. you know, the way out is the way through. And I decided to go through it and to heal. And, you know, my life has never been more beautiful and more fulfilling. And it's just amazing. Amazing. Yes. Thank God you, I mean, that's a profound thing to come through. And I, you know, I acknowledge you very, very deeply for having the courage, right? We got to have the courage to want to get out of the pain. And some people... You know, so, to pull yourself through the ring of fire, I like to say. Yeah. Yes. It does take courage and it takes that believing in yourself. And you, not only did you pull through it, you're helping others massively through their pain because of your growth through yours. And you learned how to empower yourself by changing your story and recognizing that it'll happen for you and not living in that world of it. Why did this happen to me? Because Anybody would say, how could this happen to me? I did. You did. Why would this happen to me? How could this happen to my family? How could this happen to my man, my, my love? You know, how can, how can anybody do this to someone with, with you know, him, him being shot? And I mean, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. And then as you start to grow spiritually, as we did and I did and you did, and we came together in that place of understanding that things happen for a reason, right? Like I didn't understand how something like could happen when my three-year-old was running around happily and joyfully one day. And the next day out of nowhere, the doctor's like, you know, after a well visit, I find out she has a rare leukemia and like, I'm holding her hand. Doctor, it's just me and her in there. And the doctor tells me and I like fall into her arms and I, I literally just like melt into her arms and holding her tighter than like, you know, anybody I've ever held anything in my life. And like, I'm never gonna let you go. And, you know, she said, mommy, everything's going to be all right. Mm. You know, she, three, you know, like who, who says that when they're three and I, but there was some part of that, that looking back at it now, 21 years later now, you know, that I know what she meant because I learned how to, understand embrace the journey of why that all happened but i chose to live i chose to look at the bigger picture what she said to me showed me that there was some bigger picture that i would someday see like i felt it in my soul i didn't really understand it of course i wanted to i wanted to die for a while a long time because i felt i was better off in heaven with her than i would be for my living my daughter who was seven that was the surviving child who like how could I be here with her? I'm going to be a horrible mom. So I just mm -hmm. thought it would be better if I go to heaven. So I had those many, you know, moments of wanting to commit suicide and wanting to figure out how I was going to do it because I, I, I was in so much pain and longing, right? You know how the longing is that person that you long for so badly that are physically not here anymore and they're in heaven and, and you get stuck there, you can get stuck there. Yet you have this other part of you that has a light calling you out of the darkness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I, 
I felt it like a crack in my soul, like literally as if there was this little tiny light in my soul, in my heart. That was like, you're going to, not only are you going to be okay. And I felt that crack, like I felt my daughter, you know, in heaven going, mommy, you're not supposed to be here. I'm here. I'm Mm. supposed to be here. You are not. So you better not. Your sister, my sister needs you there, you know? And, but I had felt this calling on my heart that I can only explain. And I bet you can too, because we're in such similar places now that it expanded and expanded. And I didn't want to be better. I didn't want to be bitter. I wanted to be better. So this little crack in my heart, that was like a light shining through a light, literally a hairline crack that I felt like it was just opening more and more. Over the years, I did a lot of spiritual work. I saw a lot of mediums. I was not one to bury myself in medication because thankfully I had a medium in my life. Before my, right before my daughter was diagnosed, I met a medium unexpectedly, which was pretty powerful. And we'll talk about that. And I know that that can be a little bit woo woo, but like, <laughs> hey, I, I like the woo woo. I like the woo woo. <laughs> because it transcended everything for me. Having this belief in a higher power that I actually know and believed in, but I was able to hear from and like connect with, you know, mm-hmm. which told me everything I need to know that there is something more out there. That, that we are just so much smaller, you know, and that there's so much more that we don't know, that, that all of these breadcrumbs and all these dots connect in our lives and all the people we meet are put there for a reason. For and a reason, yes. The good ones, the bad ones, the hard ones, the easy ones, they're there for a reason for teaching us something. Yes. I had a really crappy marriage after my daughter died. For years and years, even though we had another child in there, we still had spent 17 years together of like sort of battling. But I was so afraid to let him go. I was so afraid to let go of my marriage. I held on to it for dear life. And then it goes back to what I said earlier about when I finally let that go. Like, oh my God, all these, all the doors started to open up. Like really the doors started to open up and the tribe, if you will, started to come in. Yes. That weren't serving me, that weren't serving a higher good. I don't like to say serving me, right? Because it wasn't the high, it was those people in my life that were not part of my highest good and the highest good for my world. I wasn't growing with a lot of my friendships or relationships, whatever it may be. I wasn't growing. And, you know, when we go into a Tony Robbins event, they tell you your life will never be the same. And a lot of your friendships will change. And you're like, oh, that's silly. That's crazy. You know, my life's really going to change. Oh, okay. And I'm really going to have a new relationship. Like you just are like, that's crazy. But it's so true. It's so true. And it's magic. And it's, yes, it's living in the present when I learned how to live in the present and be thankful and to truly not just be grateful, but to actually practice gratitude was my big aha moment. My, Oh, it's really happening. Life is happening for me and not to me. And really just, you know, working on myself every day and really practicing gratitude as simple as it sounds practicing gratitude is a game changer, you know, in my darkest times. And even now, you know, when something bad happens, I can pull myself out of it really quickly with a simple, simple thing. Mm -hmm. Gratitude. You know, you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. You can't be sad and grateful at the same time. And you know, people will reach out to me and if they're in a struggle of, it can be any type of a struggle, you know, a struggle to someone is different. Everyone, we all have different struggles, you know. Like you say, for me, when I told you my story about my loss, you were like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. And and I hear the story of you and your loss, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. But, you know, I feel that, you know, we've healed. We've divorced our story. We've walked away from that story. And now we want to help others. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always say I want to be that hand out there for anybody to grab a hold mm-hmm. and just, you know, want to change. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't have a hand to grab. I didn't have a hand to grab when I was, you know, first dealing with or living in the grief. And now, I mean, I can call you. I know I can call you at any time, any time of the day. And you're a hand for me to hold. And I'm so blessed to have that. Yeah. And in that kind of grief, like, I mean, you didn't just have grief. You had like, that's a trauma. That is a massive trauma. Like grief, I feel, you know, in my hallucination, yes, we lose a parent. We're supposed to lose our parents. Technically, you're not supposed to lose your child or your, your love of your life by a gunshot, you know, or your child by cancer or leukemia, you know, it's, that's not the natural order, right? Like grief, I mean, it can be profound. Thank God my parents are alive. It's still going to be profound for me. And it's still the natural order, but you lived in a severe, you lived through a severe trauma that you have transcended. And that's like, you know, it makes perfect sort of sense to you now in some ways that, it happened for you to transform and transcend into this other person that is now able to take out there what she's learned and grown through to the world that you wouldn't have done before. No, never, never would have done before. And I fully, fully, fully believe and embrace that that's part of your soul's journey. I believe this. Not everybody does. Not everybody has to, but I'm going to share it anyway. Share away, honey. Share away. In the world of woo-woo, and I believe it, but to me, woo-woo is the truth. Woo-woo is the fact that our souls, you know, had like contracts before we came here. You know, we were meant, I was, unfortunately, my daughter was, her journey was only supposed to be a short time here. Unfortunately, Mike's journey was only supposed to be a short time here. And I believe he was unfortunately meant to learn, you know, or have that. You were meant to learn through how he died. His family was meant to learn through how he died. The person who did what he did is meant to learn through what he did. And I just feel like we are meant to learn through it. And if we don't, then we're not using our story to make the impact. You know, we're not using that we're not using it for our greater good and for the greater good of humanity. We Our challenges come for a reason. So when you can stop and say to yourself, why is this happening to me? But not say in a way like, why me? But like, okay, why, or why is this happening not to me? Sorry, excuse me. That one right there is the biggest way to turn it around. Why is this happening for me, not to me? Yes. Happening to me, victim mindset. Why is this happening for me? empowerment. Why is this happening for me? What am I supposed to learn from this? And how can I carry it forward to make an impact on on the world and help others, right? To constantly be learning and growing in life. Yes. And you're right. Gratitude, the struggle ends when gratitude begins and when you can embrace gratitude. And then I remember my aha moments there too, like, Okay, the secret says I need to embrace gratitude, right? Right, yeah, the secret, yeah. We all read it and we were like, whatever, yeah. (laughs) I wasn't like, whatever. I was like, wow, I'm missing out. I, I was totally like, wow, I am stuck in the negative sadness and pain of my loss. That was probably 10 years after my daughter died. We had our son five years after she died and we had our older daughter And we were in a total vicious cycle of the hamster wheel of hell of our marriage being not good. And yet holding on to it, because I thought it was so much more important for me to hold on to my family and not let anything else bad happen, right? Because a divorce in my mind was going to be another loss. And yet, but I remember that book and I was like, damn, I am not practicing gratitude. Mm. I am looking at all the things he's doing wrong. And I am shining a light on them and pointing fingers at him. And guess what? You know what happens when you point a finger. And I'm sure, I mean, it's probably not the best analogy for you, but you know, there's three fingers pointing back at you when you point your finger at someone. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, we have to look in the mirror and go, why am I pointing my finger at him? When the reality is when I looked at myself and I started to embrace gratitude, holy crap. Like you said, it changed everything. The, the struggle ended when gratitude began for me, for sure. So I started to like, that was my one of my favorite sayings. The struggle ends when gratitude began. And listen, it was not, at first it was not like you're in a place of darkness where you go, okay, so I hear this stuff. 
yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Let me try it. And like, I was like, oh, I don't want to write. I don't want to write a list of 10 things. I don't want to. Like, I was like, oh, you know, but I, then I just started to go, okay, let me just say, say in like a prayer what I'm thankful for. So I started to say like my pillow, my blanket, my bed, my dog, my kids, of course, my, that were living, you know, my time with my, well, I would cry through saying the time, the short time I had with my daughter who died, but you know, I would still be grateful for that. Right. For a roof over my head, food on my plate, eyesight, all those things. And you could, yeah, go, I used to say running water. Thank you, God, for running water, for central heat and air, for air conditioning. I live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, you live in Florida, right? But then, and what happened as you did it, as you start to be able to live in that gratitude, you it expands. Like, it's literally like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Your heart starts to expand. Yes. In like... I mean, I used to watch that movie in a different way when I started to embrace it. Like I was like, holy crap, my heart is literally growing in love and, and gratitude and grace and not being as angry and not being as fearful. And I'm embracing these, you know, more empowering ways and words. And it's what also is between your art, you know, it's, it's what's your, between- your mindset. You get to choose how you're going to live. You get to choose your, your mindset. You know, it's everything. Gratitude is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Fear is a mindset, right? Which one is going to be, give you a better life? Well, I lived in fear, anger, and depression. And now I live in gratitude, grace, and love. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And I literally wake up every morning with a smile on my face and just, woo. And I used to never want to wake up. People would say, oh, she's not a morning person. I just wasn't a life person. I didn't want to wake up you know? And now I just, I wake up with a smile on my face and I look over at Duke, my adorable, amazing fur baby. And I'm just like, let's go make it an awesome day, bud. And let's just go spread some love. Let's go do it. Are you ready? And then we just do it, you know? And it's beautiful. And, you know, I go out on my walk every day with him, which is something I talk about a lot. It's it's very special to me and it's living in the moment and being present in life. I never was before. And I never take my phone. I never, I haven't even looked at my phone at this point. You know, it's, it's my morning routine is very important to me. And I don't ever even look at the phone yet until I get back from my walk with Duke. And that's where I just feel the sun and listen to the birds and connect with nature and connect and be thankful. Thank you, God. I live in Florida. I'm a, I'm a native Floridian and, the, and apparently there's not a lot of us. And yeah. I never, you know, realized that I live in Florida. Like that's huge, you know? And so I'm thankful that I live, I live two miles to the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, it's amazing. And that was something that I just, you know, didn't even pay attention to. I took it for granted. Mm. And then how amazing is that? And I'm right there with you because I live a mile from the ocean in New Jersey. And God, if I need to feel the grace of God, I go down to that ocean, man, and I look out over it. And if I catch the sunrise, whew, and if I can go down my down the end of my street and there's a river and I can catch the sunset, and man, I can be in gratitude in one second. Like I am anyway, because I live here now, right? I can walk outside and look at a tree or a bush and go, wow, that is beautiful. Look how amazing that is, how nature is and how I can find gratitude in a heartbeat. I used to chase sunsets to feel gratitude. I used to literally chase them. I am a sunset chaser myself, which of course is, you know, so many things. Every conversation I have with you, I'm like, oh, 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 of course we were supposed to be friends. I will chase down a sunset. I've pulled over on the side of the road and I'm just like, oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like you, I would feel you could feel when you really get to that place and you can feel the power of it. It's like, wow. I, for me, okay. I believe in God and Jesus and angels. And, and that is how I like live. I didn't used to care about it so much. No. I, yeah. Now I'm, I'm like connected. Now I'm, like, <laughs> I'm connected. And I thank God that I'm connected because it allowed me to really understand how we are really all here for the purpose of being who we really are and sharing our magnificence out in the world so that we can help others share their and know their magnificence and then and living in our own light 
give somebody else the grace to live in theirs. You know, if that makes sense. Like we yes. look at something. Like when you get two people together who are living an empowered life and in grat- this kind of gratitude, like it magnifies. And I can speak to the other part where like when I was living in pain and anger and I would sit there and cry to my sister about my husband and how bad it was and cry. And guess what I was doing by do- talking about it over and over. It was just more of it was happening. Literally, the more I thought about it, the more it happened. So let when you believe in something and and talk about it. You believe and achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> the words that come out of our mouth have power. So if I walk around saying, I, you know, I can't do this and I can't do that. Guess what? I couldn't do those things. But now when I started to believe I can do things and I can believe in myself and achieve, I have a freaking achieving them. Yes. And also what you feel like there's little things in my life along the way that I felt like I was supposed to do. Right. I was like, I knew I was supposed to, Early on, I felt like I was, I had mediums in my life, which were very unexpected. Like I said before, I had a, met a medium before my daughter died. And I was like, what? What's a medium? Like the movie Ghost? She, like she's right. talking about 1999, right? Or 98 at the time, actually. And she, my friend was like, yeah, her sister happened to be like an editor of a magazine. And, but she had this gift, right? And I was like, that is so cool. I want to meet her one day, right? Right. And she goes, yeah, it's, it is. It's pretty amazing. But she doesn't really talk about it. It's kind of on the hush hush. And I was like, okay, well, I want to meet her. And then two weeks later, my daughter's diagnosed with a rare leukemia. And I was like, beep, 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 beep. I need to meet your sister like right away. Right. Because yeah. I needed this spiritual connection to like, what is happening? What do I do? How do I, I needed to like, and I knew I needed to have that connection. So she became part of my life. Thank God mediums became part of my life and it allowed me to believe and see and know and understand that there was so much more, more out there, but I still had to go through my darkest, my pain, my anger, resentment, and all those things. But I still had this belief and I knew I was supposed to write a book, which I'm finally embracing that I can do. And and I knew that I was supposed to do something spiritually all those years. And I took Reiki training and I had a lot of Reiki healing and, and spiritual energy healings. So I have energy healing and I started that as a practice, but it really, truly, Nicole, let's just talk real quick about this call we had the other day that besides right, being, speaking of a medium, <laughs> magic, like besides the like coaching and empowering people that I really started to get like work and be and own the past like couple of years that are my world, but really, and write my book that I was like, started to believe I could do like one thing I knew was there was some spiritual somewhere I'm supposed to bring the spiritual healing together with people who are going through the pain and loss and trauma and, you know, are looking for maybe some closure or not. They don't know they are, but anyway, fast forward, somebody I met through the Tony Robbins world is this woman who has this, she's a psychic and like she worked on the OJ case and she, she became my friend and whatever we, I said, Hey, Lori, let's do a open call together to bring people together at this time of COVID. And I was always like, what can I do to help people feel better, be better, you know, feel empowered, whatever. What are, what do people need right now? They want. Yes. Cause we've been getting together a lot as on zoom. We've been having dance parties. We've been connecting. We've been, you know, just introducing ourselves. We were on a zoom. I know with you and we just introduced ourselves for like an hour. Like networking. It's <laughs> yeah. How people are networking right now. It truly is. And so I was like, you know what though, let's bring the mediumship in and see if some people need healing around that. I said, well, you know, I'll introduce you and you can just see what you feel because I already know she's already put me in touch several times with not only my daughter, but like channeling Jesus and angels and all these profound things that I've been able to be a part of with her in my life and my old other mediums of the past. So it's been a practice kind of in my world for a while. Anyhow, decided to have this call last Friday. Like we're not even a week later. I know. And I, I will tell you, you, you know, those who are listening, you can't make some stuff up. And Gina and I had this podcast already on the books. We had it scheduled to record. So this just by chance happened last, Two days ago, three, yeah, I don't even know how many days ago. It was less than a week ago. All right. Nothing's by chance, which I fully believe and own now. There's nothing by chance. Everything happens for a reason as and in its time, right? But it just so happened 
that my friend, the psychic that I have on the call, had her friend happened to join the call. She didn't even know he was going to be on it. He saw a post I did on Facebook inviting people and jumped on. No big deal. So I had you on Which the is call. how I jumped on. I jumped on late. I got a message from you and you were like, hey, jump on my Zoom call. By the way, I'm going to have a medium on there today. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm 20 minutes late. But let me log on anyway. I just want to log on, you know, support Gina and see what this is all about. And so I said you had asked me a couple months ago to connect you with a medium. And I forgot, honestly. And like, I was like, but you had asked me like, so you put it out there to the universe and guess what happens? Right. Yeah. And so I knew though, that there was something I was supposed to do with bringing people at least that day. And then it turned into a three hour amazing call where her friend who happened to be on the call, who also was a medium and Lori right away, the friend of mine that was highlighting the first person she started speaking to was, and I'll let you share was for you. Yeah. I mean, she said, Nicole. And I was like, wait, who? Like Nicole? No. It's not, it's not me. It's gotta be another Nicole on here. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, okay, who's Nicole? And there's a guy here kind of stocky and a little bit like whatever she started to describe your, your face started to go, whoa. Yeah. You just started to get blown away one word after another. And she kind of went through everybody. She brought my daughter came in. And my mom, my daughter was three and there was only, she had seven grandkids and my daughter called my mom Nano. Everybody else called her Nanny. My daughter called her Nano for some reason. And so she said, you know, who's Nano? Who's Nano? And she's like, I see somebody playing Ring Around the Rosie saying, Nano, Nano. And I was like, oh my God, she's bringing Kylie to my mom. And like, right, I was watching this all unfold because I didn't know it was your mom. And then I'm seeing your reaction. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful, right? Amazing. And I knew that was also for me, obviously, to get that validation because she also brought my friend who passed away, my best friend who passed away a few years ago. And Val, like, she, oh no, she didn't. So then, yeah, this first sort of round, Lori finished her round. She, uh, there was this other medium on the call that we didn't expect. And I said, hey, do you want to step in and see if you get anything? And he was like, sure. You know, and right away he said, who's here that had someone in their life who was sh- a man who was shot in the head? Right? Isn't that what he yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah. He literally said, shot in the head. And I was like, Stop. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, I got my hair standing up on my arms right now. Days later, I'm still wrapping my head around this. And I looked up at you. We were on a Zoom call so I could see you. And I looked up at you and you covered your mouth. You were like, and you said, you probably remember different parts than I probably remember, but you said that's Nicole because I don't even think I could speak. Yeah. You were just completely blown away. And you had already, he he already came through with Lori, the other medium. And then he was like, well, I'm here and I'm kind of, you know, I want to keep getting through to my girl. And right. Because Glenn did say too, he said, this guy is really something else. He is determined. He said, if John Edwards was on the stage right now, who was a world renowned medium who has thousands of people in his events. And he said he would have gotten through with him. And I was like, well, I know you're talking about the right person. It was just. (laughs) Yeah. And there was no denying it. Right. And that was. He was telling me about a necklace I had given his mother that she had given back to me recently. Oh, that's right. He was doing the necklace. I forgot about that. Yes. And it wasn't just you. Every single person, he directly, at least three who had some profound losses, profound losses. He directly brought those people three to four. Well, me, I mean, there was a bunch of us that. It was amazing. It was pure magic. And I totally, complete, like, I didn't have any idea I was going to be talking to a medium that Friday afternoon. I had no idea. Like, I literally was just going to slide in the call and just kind of listen, you know, and to hear what I hear and to get the messages that I got was just beautiful not scary. It was beautiful. And to hear, you know, your daughter and to hear these other people and to see these people. And 
that it was so unexpected. I mean, here, Glenn wasn't even supposed to be on the call. And I think it was his first Zoom call because he was like getting excited. He was like, wait, I can see everybody. And he was so, you know, and then I saw him and it was like, all like happening. And you're like, what is this really? You know, like, is this real life? And I know I had to, I didn't even, I didn't even call you usually after we experience things or we are in a call or we're on the same call or the same mastermind or something you and I usually call each other afterwards to unpack it right and I couldn't even unpack it with you until the next day and I think it might have been like later on in the day I had reached out to you and I was like wow 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 I think is what I said to you that was magic yeah And it really, truly what it reminded me is how healing that is to allow, allow people to feel the connection, right? And embrace that there's so much we don't know and embrace that there our loved ones are with us and that they're guiding us and embrace that that can help heal you and bring you forth because they also, once they sort of validate that they're there, they also will remind you of who you really are. And that you're supposed to do these things and you start to go, oh my God, I am doing that. How'd this guy know? And oh my God, okay, so I'm on the right track, right? Right. And Yeah, because I was told to let go of my fear. And that is something that I know I need to let go of and something that I reach out to Mike for all the time when I need protection or I am fearful because, you know, he was that rock in my life for so long, you know, for 15 years. And they give you the freedom to move on. Like, yes, be happy. I want you to fall in love. I want you to, and you know, when we had a woman on our call who lost her only, as we both know, her child was older. It was her only child. And she was just divorced before that. So she was feeling just the depth of her loneliness has been profound. And her, it's the first time, like she, he came right fully through with absolute validation that it was him. And it was just so profound for her. And I just, and she was on a break from work. She's a nurse. Yeah. And New Orleans. Yeah. None of us knew this guy was going to be on the call and that these things were going to happen. And we didn't know, but even the one that we knew was going to be on the call, we didn't know, you know, that those things were going to happen. You just don't know. It's just profound. And I knew in that moment, Oh my God, this is one of the things I need to make happen more often because this kind of healing and what it does for people is what I want to be able to help people connect with because it did so much for me. And so gratitude for that moment that you guys all jumped on because what it then allowed me is to see that I'm going to bring more of this to my circle and hopefully more of your, my, your then, than your circle, your circle, that you guys whoever needs this can come and find it now on this group call that we are now going to have weekly at least one, two, maybe three, because it's already today we decided to do it and it already sold out for Thursday. Right, right. Yes. I called my friend and I was telling her about what happened to me, my experience. And then you said you were going to do a call. So I called her back and I was like, she's doing a call. And she goes, Oh, when do you think it'll be? I was like Thursday. And look, and you know, she's already ready to do it. And even right before we got on this call, you had to tell someone that there's already a waiting list. So. Yes. And which tells me that it's the right thing and that people need it. And we're doing this, you know, these, they, they get upwards of $450 an hour for their work and what they can bring to people because it's so it's powerful and it's healing. And I tell you what, I paid for it for many years and it was worth every single investment <laughs> in my healing journey. And anyway, so we're able to- What is our it. most important investment and in, is our investment in ourselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. We both know that. And we hope that other people will start to own that because it will change your life and, and changing your story will change your life. And so this call that we're doing now, just I'll share this little piece of it because you know how it's already, you know, we've already, we'll like, you know, forget to share this piece. But if there are people that want and need it, this isn't going to be an open group call open to only 10 people. So I shouldn't say, but it's, it's a Zoom call. It's the format. These two mediums will be there. They will be sharing their gifts on an open Zoom call for like a much lower. It's $111. I'll just say that straight out because I like these angel numbers, 111222. <laughs> anyway, it's also a heck of a lot less than what you'd have to pay to see them separately. And it's also a way to, when you come together as a group, 
it's a collective energy where it's all like this healing energy for growth. And then like, I will have a follow-up support group that people will be able to also be. Oh, amazing. That's amazing, Gina. I'm going to have follow-up because I have these groups. So part of what I've done is have group coaching programs and coach people, you know, on their healing journeys. But it was really this that I've been believing and achieving. (laughs) I wasn't sure how it would show up until it did on Friday. And I was like, Oh my God. So anyway, so that's something I want your, you know, listeners to know about because if they're interested, they will be able to find me and all that. I will have everything in the show notes, but how can people find you? So the, right now I'm in a little bit of a transition of changing my website, but I do have a website up. It's called it's basically Gina-Richie.com. That's www.Gina, G as in George, I, M as in Nancy, A, dash Richie, R as in Robert, I, C, C, I.com. And you can go there and book a half free half hour insight call with me to like get to know me and connect with me there, sign up and send, you know, an email or whatever. We can connect that way. You can find me on Facebook, Gina Richie. Again, it's R-I-C-C-I, look for personal empowerment coach or Gina Ritchie coaching, which is like my business page. And you can message me, Facebook Messenger. I seem to actually use that way more than I use. That's how you and I communicate mostly is on through Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) I do also use email, but I swear I'm quicker on Messenger. But my email is Gina Ritchie coaching at gmail.com. So there's three ways you can find me. So if you want to get on these calls, we're starting this Thursday. This Thursday right now is booked, but I'm going to create another one because we have a waiting list. So we'll probably do like three or four of these calls. We have to keep them small so people get the experience, Um, small groups. And yeah, I'm I'm really like, I love helping people feel healing and feel connected to their higher power and what they're meant to embrace in their life. Yeah, it makes sense. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful is what it is. Yeah, you know, I know it's your, you know, my mission is truly to inspire and empower others to embrace the light within them, the light within their soul that's calling them out to be who they really are so that they can live more peace, more passion and purpose and for the greater good of humanity. And that's truly, truly my mission. So that they transcend all that pain and all the trauma and the loss and live in grace and gratitude. Mm. It's beautiful. I love it. You're speaking my language, of course. And again, so thankful to have you in my corner and you and my tribe and you know, I follow you obviously on social media and I love your lives where you do a lot of lives when you're walking along the coast. And I feel it. I feel all of that. And it's beautiful. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. And you too, you know, I feel, you know, I'm grateful for what you're doing. You know, I've also started these online interviews on Facebook, which are called meetings with the masters. where I'm connecting people with spiritual, you know, amazing people who, who are like you who have transcended pain and grown and are helping others. And it's powerful. I have a Facebook group that's free called stepping into your superpowers, which, you know, I know you have your Facebook group of believe it, achieve it. There's, but these groups, guys, these are ways of empowering yourself to live your best life. Oh, I know. I tell people, I, and you know, and, and you've said it to me, you've said it to me where you're like, oh gosh, Nicole, I haven't seen a lot of your videos, a lot of your lives. And I go, Gina, it's okay because you're going to hear the right one when it's time. You know what I mean? And I truly believe that I don't catch all of yours. You know, you do lives all the time. And, and I feel like when I need to hear that message, I hear it, you know, and I just believe that. Yeah. But we're, and, and I, so right with you, I, you know, you're, we're doing this collectively as a healing for humanity right now for elevating and celebrating each other, which is one of, again, I don't know if I said that yet, but that's one of my favorite terms is we're here to elevate and celebrate each other for the greater good. And so, you know, as much as I would like to catch all, uh, thank God I have this enormous, like you do tribe now Ah, right? of people who are out, we're set out every day to elevate and celebrate each other and 
be in our power and help others be in their power, right? For the greater good. And so that's what it is. So I'll take what I can get snippets here, snippets there. And you take and whatever anybody takes from this recording, whether they listen to the whole thing or four minutes of it, they'll get what they get and then leave the rest. That's it. When you set out to be good and do good in the world, that goodness will be felt and heard somewhere. If I can touch one life and get that one message on Facebook or Instagram that says, oh my God, thank you. This is what I needed to hear today. And you've, your, your words changed my life. Oh, that is, isn't it? It's fuel to my soul. Absolutely. And those words are from our soul, Nicole. That's the, we are so connected with what that really means for us and what it feels like to be able to have, because we had people in our lives that did that for us, that yes. we have somebody to look up to, to learn and grow from. You know, we might not be where we are today. And so sometimes you have to take that helping hand that's there. If I didn't, well, I mean, thank God for my therapist at first, but then eventually when I finally got coaching, coaching was a different, it transcended, you know, a a place where I was talking more about the solutions instead of crying about the pain, right? Yes. Therapist was amazing, but I mostly cried about what I was going through, right? And then when I started to embrace coaching and go to Tony Robbins and invest in myself, Invest in yourself. Yes. And then I started to live in the solution, gratitude and like the solution minded, not like problem minded, right? And growth minded and surrounding myself with the people that were in that mindset and owning it. The magic happened. It starts to happen. And then you start to believe it in your soul and achieve it. Like having me on this amazing. I love our conversation. I know. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on here and sharing your awesomeness and just your soul, sharing your soul with us today. I love you so much. And thank you all for listening to Believe It, Achieve It today. And as always, make it an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Well, thank you, Nicole. Let me just thank you profoundly from the bottom of my heart and acknowledge you for all that you do and what you're doing in the world. I am grateful to be a part of it. I am grateful to be in your corner and that you're in mine. Beyond words, can't even express how grateful. So thank you. I love, I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Believe It, Achieve It podcast. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me directly at NicoleWindley23 at gmail.com. Make it an awesome day.